What's going on? What's going on? I hate average podcast back with another week, another episode. We made it. Episode 50. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about this week. I'm excited about the progress that the show is taking. We got a big guest today. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but of course I got to get my thank yous in. Thank you for all the past guests that I had. Um, you guys show support. You supported the show that you really didn't know the outcome. You just showed love. And I want to thank you guys for that. Of course, I want to thank you to the supporters who listen week in and week out, who give feedback, things they like, things they don't like, and it's continuing to make the show a lot better. And uh, it's going to continue to grow. The guests are going to start getting better. The content is going to get better. It's going to start getting more in-depth. The episodes are going to start getting a little bit longer. And uh, thank you guys for the continued support again. This week we got Dipset. We got Hellrel. Um, this is, he's a Bronx legend. I'm from the Bronx. So this is, this is a big episode for me. Last week. I was a little bit nervous uh, interviewing Raina Campbell because I'm a fan of her podcast. But, um, you know, I've been listening to her for a year or so. But this week, I have Hell Rel from Dipset, uh, Weeks Avenue, the Bronx. I'm extremely, extremely nervous having him on. I'm from the Bronx. And, you know, you you, you know the, the what they call the, the fables, the, the fairy tales, of, uh, you know, the old... New York hip hop, Dipset, uh, just that that whole field, that whole I grew up on that, and just uh you know reaching out and having my people uh kind of hook me up and and have Hellrell on the show. I'm really really excited. Had a cool conversation with him talking about his upcoming projects. He actually has some very interesting. I'm glad that I spoke to him because he has some outside of the box um, marketing ideas with regarding his album and regarding his mixtape. Um, and I might try to, you know, steal some of his ideas for my podcast, but definitely a great conversation with him talking about consistency, talking about um self motivation, being being uh self uh self sustaining. Not you know, things are gonna happen, things you're gonna have setbacks, but just, you know, keep pushing. If you know what was right for you, you know your goal, you know your destiny. Don't stop. Do what you got to do. And uh, without further ado, here's the Hell Row episode. On the line, see, see where the new generation and where everything was going, where I, where I fit in that. And I pretty much found my Bruce Leroy glow, so now it's time to feed the streets. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. Definitely. I'm excited about it. I've been a fan of yours for a while, and I've been... Kind of feeling you just because you've been consistent, man. How, can you talk about how you've been able to do that over these past years? Just constantly putting out music, keeping your ears to the street, and you know, um, staying relevant. Well, I learned that. Well, well, what's kind of popular right now with the independent game, you know, putting out your own projects and what's so forth and what's so have you. So I was kind of blessed to learn the independent game early in the early, uh, late two, 2000s. So when my first album came out, I came out under independent structure, whereas I sold 170,000 units and I received $5 off of each unit. So you do the math. So once I got exposed to that type of money, it was like, 
I got a major label buzz already. Why go sign a major label 360 deal when I could put out a bunch of independent projects and really see the return and process profit off of my my work. So I took the independent route early and uh, I did a lot of independent deals and I released a lot of projects and albums just to keep myself relevant and also monetize at the same time. Yeah, definitely makes a lot of sense, man. So, you know, you're keeping your family eating instead of getting uh, those labels eating off of you. So, yeah, um, yeah, ain't no pension, ain't no pension plans with these labels, man. You can make <laughs> these labels all type of millions of dollars, and you know, you can you could be a celebrity, a star, and you can you know bring all type of stardom to their label, and then once they're done with you, man, they're done with you. So, of course. So can you can you talk about um, you know how you got started, man? I know you're from Weeks Ave, and you know you. you you was in the streets, you was doing your thing. So what what got you into being passionate about music? Well, can you repeat that? Now I was saying, you know, I know you was you was you know, you you was doing your thing on Weeks Ave and you was in the Bronx hustling. But what got you uh, into right. music? What got you, you know, getting passionate about doing music? Actually my food saves back in the days, like when I used to sell drugs and be on a corner and hustle it was like there was downtime in between customers buying drugs from me. It was like, it wasn't like they was buying drugs from you a mile a minute. So you'd be on the corner and you'd be standing there with your headphones and you'll have a new Clueless tape or the new Duop or SMS mixtape. And, you know, whoever was hot at that time caught my attention and just gave me inspiration that I could do it too, like the lockers and the, you know, the Maces and the DMXs and the Jay-Zs and the Nazis. Just growing up and listening to those freestyles motivated me and just gave me an ambition. And I used to write rhymes in between selling drugs. And by the time a fiend came and bought something from me, I done wrote a, I done wrote a 16 or wrote two songs <laughs> or some shit like that. You feel me? So it developed into a hobby of, waiting for drug fiends to come buy drugs with me and I'll be writing raps in between that because I done heard some fly shit Jadakiss said or heard some dope shit Fabulous or Nas said on a, on a clue tape and by the time the day done and I done wrote 10 songs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but crazy. I didn't know I was writing songs. I was just like writing bars. There'd be like, 30, 42 bars, and I had 10 of them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. once I got with Cam, he showed me how to formulate them into to song structure and shit like that. Okay. So, what's keeping you? Because you said you was feeling uh, the locks and you was feeling all those, that, that era of music. So, what's motivating you now? Because now it's a little bit different now. You got <laughs> you got a lot of the, the lean music and you got a lot of. Uh, the pill popping music, so what's motivating you now? See, this is where the key word self comes in. A lot of people doesn't doesn't apply the word self and the word self has been used and thrown in our face ever since we were child children. Self esteem, mm. self motivation, self determination. Mm. 
So right now I'm at a point in my life where I'm self-motivated. I get inspired. Inspired and motivation is two different things, but motivation, I'm self-motivated. I wake me up. I get me out the bed. I tell myself what to do. I make sure that I'm disciplined enough to put myself in key positions to secure my future. So everything is a self thing right now. Self-determination, self-motivation, keyword self. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. So I really wanted to, I had to get in contact with you because I seen this video that you did um, and you was talking about how, Uh I'm sorry? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah. I said, uh, well, maybe I had to get try to get in contact with you because I seen this video that you did, and you was you was talking about um like young hustlers, how you know there's is new ways, there's other ways to get out the hood, and you know hustlers are around a bunch of hustlers, and how people should kind of like use their resources to to get each other on. It's an underworld where 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 money is made illegitimately you know, through streets or whatever. And my thing is, there's a lot of people that's talented and I just get tired of watching young brothers blow their money on Instagram and just try to buy into an illusion instead of investing in their man that got talent. It's like, okay, you might got the money, but your man got the talent. Money doesn't come with intelligence or a business investment that can develop into a profitable situation that can provide jobs for young black niggas in the community. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. You feel what I'm saying? So if you, you know what I mean? If you, if you, if you can flash your money, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you can empower somebody also with that money. So my thing is I don't buy business bags and purses. I ain't buying you no, no bitch no three thousand dollar bag. Come to me with a three thousand dollar business plan, and we can motherfucking come up with a plan that could buy you ten bags, bitch. You feel me? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. So my thing is, it's all about self. It's all about empowerment and self empowerment. If you're not gonna empower people around you, then you just, you just, so you just, you just a waste of fucking air. You just a waste of space. Yeah, you just a nigga with money. You know what I'm saying? You gonna lose that money eventually too if you don't got the intelligence. Oh uh, yeah, a fool, a fool and his money shall soon part. Yeah, true, definitely. Man. So, what, what can we expect for for this new um this new uh, EP mixtape that you got coming out? Are you gonna be Kind of spitting on that and talking on that. Nah, this this this, this digital scale right here is is, is 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 like I actually had to go to like crack old crackheads that I used to serve. Yeah, I had to go to their houses and, and and like spend days with them just to get the feel of of the griminess again. Cause I don't I don't like my thing is like I'm an authentic type of nigga. Like I can't be a drug counselor. And I never smoked crack before, and I'm sitting here telling somebody how to get the fuck off the of crack. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Of course. So if I'm gonna give you street authentic music, then I gotta be fresh straight out the streets. Like I gotta have cocaine fresh from under my fingernails. I gotta have 
I gotta be fellas. I got like when I like when I said when I first came home from jail, I said I'm still smelling like the mess hall. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, this music right here is me going back into the underworld, and and, and I'm still smelling like the crackheads and and and, and the fiends and. And and, 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 and and the pimps and the hustlers and the scammers and the drug dealers and the killers and everybody that I interacted with, yeah. I got I got I got that I got that breath of fresh air on me and, it, and it's translating into my music. That's what's up, man. So, not not that I never had that element, but times yeah. change. You know, things 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 change, and you know I'm, I like to stay current. So you know I, I got a current sound, but still still that hardcore ghetto. How real shit that people love me for. Yeah, of course. Uh, see, you had to go back to Weeks Ave a little bit and you know, hang. Yeah, I got. I, yeah, I had to go hang on Weeks for like a month straight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I was I was on my Lloyd Banks shit. I'm in the hood because I'm hood. You, you in the hood because you ain't got no choice. You feel me? Yeah. I, I I was on that type of shit, so I had to go back to the hood. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? I had to go get back with the young niggas and just see what they like, see what's in their playlist see what motivate them, you know what I mean? Like, I might have a whole different playlist and the young niggas in my hood, like, yo, Ruger, we like this nigga. Yo, Ruger, we like that nigga. So they put me on the young niggas that I never even heard before and I'm getting a chance to see different type of music and hear different type of vibes and see what motivates these young niggas and I'm able to put that into a pot and create a gumbo and make that shit fits my formula. Yeah, of course. That's what's up, man. I'm excited to hear it. I know you play a couple of clips on your Instagram, but I'm excited to hear the whole project. Yeah, I've been, go- I've been going crazy on Instagram because the fans have been bugging me. It's like, yo, when the fuck is this scale coming out? Yeah, man. And, and I can't blame, I can't, listen, listen, man. I, I, my shit's starting to feel like detox, you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't get to a point where I got, you know, every fucking day it's a fan of my DM asking me where the fuck is digital scale at? Yeah, man. They don't give a, they don't care about what picture I post, what, what fucking, where I'm at, what outfit I got on, how well, where the fuck is digital scale at? <laughs> and I, I can't be mad because if I'm a fan, if, if I love music or if I'm a particular fan of an artist and or or an actor or whatever have you in I'm waiting for the new motherfucking project yeah. I don't give a fuck where he at or what he's doing man where's that next fucking movie and that next project at? you <laughs> know what I'm saying of course man and I think so, it's coming soon I got a feeling it's coming soon because you know you, you've been putting out more and more clips of it so I'm getting more and more excited so I know it's coming soon yeah nah that's just building the anticipation and just showing the streets that I'm not forgetting y'all. I'm working. It's 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 it's, it's under construction. Yeah. It's, it's 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 being cooked up. It's over the pot. It's brewing. It's stewing for you niggas. And we about to feed the motherfucking streets, man. I was about to drop the mixtape Halloween. I was about to drop the mixtape Friday, oh, but man. I figured Halloween would be more spooky for these niggas. You feel me? Of course, man. <laughs> Scare the haters away, right? Scare the haters. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Make it, make, make it, make it, make it a little superstitious and add, add, add a little spookiness to it. Scare these, 
scare these mumble rap niggas up a little bit. You feel me? <laughs> we can't curse, by the way, right? Yeah. Now you can curse, of course, man, of course. Yeah. yeah. But man, I appreciate your time. Man. I don't want to keep you all night because I know you got to get. Nah, ready to nigga, this. we can talk all now. We can talk, nigga. We here, man. Since you got me on the phone, we can <laughs> talk, man. That's what's up. That's so, what I mean, like, I ain't one of them niggas that's going. You know what I mean? Give let's talk man yeah so um so you got any features that's, that's gonna be on this mixtape any features yeah i got smoke dizzle i don't know if you're familiar with my homie smoke dizzle shout out smoke oh, <laughs> yeah i got the homie smoke dizzle me and him we went in there and we uh we knocked out a joint it's called on the way what's up boy it's called on the way and uh you know what I mean? He got that that type of different type of style. He not like a real gangster street aggressive. Like you know what I mean? Talking. Artist, but he he got a he got a different element to him. He got a different hey. di- different dope vibe. So me me, me 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 and him definitely got a uh, good chemistry. Yo, um, how how did you how do you keep? Yup, the- you feel me? Yeah, man. So how do you how you keep these relationships, man? Because you, you you seem real authentic, man. You got people who are showing you love from from different genres, not different genres. It's all hip hop, but different different flavors, like some street, some some uh, blue talkers, some hustle talkers. How how are you able to keep those relationships? I mean, just being deep rooted in it, being deep being deep rooted in the game, and just. You know what I mean, and just maintaining relationships because, like, when I when I when people come in contact with me, when people come in contact with me, we we pretty much we we, we catch a vibe. Like, you feel what I'm saying? And when you build a vibe with a person, a vibe is like something that you just can't you just can't shake. And a lot of niggas catch a vibe with me. Like, it's a lot of like, that's what I'm like. Instagram is like. Is is, is 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 these ha- these young niggas better be happy. Instagram wasn't out four or five years ago because it's like <laughs> so, some of the most monumental historical things that happened to me, I couldn't even capture on a cell phone. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Of course. So it's like it's like I came from a legendary era, and when you come from a legendary era, it doesn't. It doesn't. You you don't get motivated no more. Yeah. You get inspired, motivated. You like I said, but motivation becomes self motivated. Like I believe Jay Z album was self motivated. I mean, he was inspired by other artists, but the motivation came from himself. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So, what's what's some of the new artists that you you kind of feeling that that you know some of your people's putting you on to? Uh, I fuck with a lot of South artists, you know what I mean? Particularly because of their grind, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot, lot, of, lot of South artists ain't lyrical, and they, they get looked down for that. But a lot of South artists is, like, it's soulful. You got to realize, a lot of the, a lot of the black R&B music came from the South. Of course, yeah. Before it was hip-hop, it was R&B. It was rock and roll, and that music was pretty much predominantly based in the South. Yeah, they had that so, ability. Yeah, so a lot of that's why you got these young thugs and these YF and Luchis and 
a lot of these other South artists that's so melodic because that's based, that's Southern based, like that's based in, that's rooted in the South. Like to have soul is based in the South. You feel what I'm saying? So a lot of these artists is soulful is just an upgraded version of a James Brown, an upgraded version of a, of a, uh, uh, or Jimi Hendrix or some crazy shit like that. You understand what I'm saying? So, a lot of South niggas I fuck with. I fuck with New York niggas. I fuck with whoever just give me a vibe. It's not, it's not territorial right now. Yeah, yeah. Music is not territorial. Like, it's like wardrobes used to be territorial. You'll see a nigga and see how he dressing. Be like, oh, that's a Brooklyn nigga. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a North Carolina nigga. Yeah. Oh, that's a VA nigga. Now everybody dressed the same. You don't know where nigga from. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and internet got everything. Broke down all the barriers. Yeah, so, you know, music ain't territory to me no more. It's like, if a nigga got a vibe, man, he can, he, he can create the, 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 the atmosphere of, of real street authentic music, man. I'm fucking with him. Yeah. So, so how do you, how do you, how do you stay authentic? Like, what keeps you grounded? Like, like who's it? Do you, is it like family? Like, what keeps you grounded? What keeps you from, you know, being too... Standing, about, standing around real authentic street niggas. Yeah. Authentic street niggas. I have no hip-hop friends. Like, I got niggas that I <laughs> fuck with. I'm going to keep it real with you. It's niggas that I fuck with. It's niggas that I can hang out with. Like, the list goes up. Like, I can run you a list of... And rappers that I could go hang out with, party with, go chill with, and all that. But I be with my street niggas because mm. my street niggas keep me grounded. And at the end of the day, they, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm in a form of schooling. So yeah. I'm a like my young niggas is apprentices around me. That's so I'm not just, I'm not just having a career or experiencing a career, I'm teaching niggas as I'm going along. Yeah. You feel me? Of course. Like, yo, bro, this how you, this how you do this shit. This how you go about it. This how you do it. So as I'm doing it, I'm showing my young niggas how to do it and, and get to a bag on their own. So it's not like Hellrell, everybody's sitting around waiting for Hellrell to win and then they can win. No, I'm giving you the formula as I'm going along, so... If you get it before me, yeah. then God bless. Of course, yeah, it's true. Of course, man. That's a real nigga. I'm not trying to sit here and hold a, the, the key to success or the, the the how to blow the fuck up overnight book and don't share it with niggas. Nah, nigga, here you go. And if you can read it and get something out of it and, 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 and apply it faster than me, then... I did my fucking job. Yeah. But, but what gave you that mentality to want to reach back and help help the young hustlers? Because I always seen that in hip-hop that always been a trend. Like, you see hip-hop, like, the niggas that always won and the always niggas that always stayed afloat was the niggas that put other niggas on. And this goes back to Karis one putting D-Nice on and, and BDP. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, EPMD with the hit squad, putting Redman on, Keith Murray on, Buster Rhymes doing the uh, 
doing him and Fat Joe doing Terror Squad and Fifty Cent doing G Unit and Cam doing Diplomat. So I always realized that formula of not being greedy and going back and getting somebody else and giving them an opportunity kept you relevant. Yeah, that's true. That's why I got a song with my nigga Chris. We got a joint coming out. You know what I'm saying? He 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 grinding like I, I always work with independent artists that's grinding because you never know where this nigga. You never know when niggas gonna be five years from now. That's this true. nigga might have the biggest record on 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 on, on a fucking uh video and, and and never forgot that I was a real nigga in the struggle. Like yeah. real believed in me when nobody believed in me. You feel me? Yeah, definitely, man. So that that that's 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 the vibe and the energy that I give off right now. Yeah, man, that's that's powerful stuff, man. So, like, what what's what's your like your studio atmosphere? Do you, you got you got the young hustlers around you in the My studio? My studio atmosphere is a bunch of backwards. <laughs> a, a, a young a young hitter from my hood, probably a sexy lady for some eye candy. Yeah, and. Heavy, 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 heavy fucking beats, man. Just a bunch of beats playing, zoning, walking back and forth, talking to myself. You know my natural zone, the way I the way I record. You 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 I could be having a conversation. See, niggas who know me know that I could have a conversation with you. The beat could be playing and I'm writing a song at the same time. I heard Biggie used to do shit like that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so But yeah, the beat could be playing. Me and you could be having this actual interview, and by the end of the interview, I'll be like, "Yo, bro, I'm done with the song." You're like, "What?" <laughs> That's crazy. I'm, 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 I'm writing it as I'm like, it's, it's God given, man. I can't. Yeah, definitely, it. man. I mean, of course, you got the natural talent because you've been doing it so long. So, of course, you know it's God given. So, what do do? Are you a, a fan of young producers, or you got your main producers in your squad that you mess with? Yeah, I got an in-house producer, my little young homie named AJ Guns. Okay. I'm fucking with my nigga YB out of uh, out of uh, Atlanta, and my nigga Charge Kids from Brooklyn. He did mostly the majority of my project. He got that New York sound, like that real grimy New York sound, but he can go south with it. He can go. East with it, he could go west with it. He could, okay. he could go pretty much anywhere with it. He could create on the spot. He's just, he's a composer. Yeah. I look at him as a composer, as as more than a producer. That's what's up, man. So you, Shout out my nigga Chach Kids from Brooklyn, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Oh, oh, everyone who got their hand in this pot that that's, that's cooking up this uh, this digital scale, man, we gotta shout them out, man, because we we got. Push this forward and get this. I ain't hear what you said, bro. I said everybody who got their hand in this pot on this digital digital scale, we gotta shout them out so we can get this project done. <laughs> shout out to my nigga Shice Bob. He's been uh, a real bigger influence in helping me. Shout out to my nigga Duke the God, my mentor, my friend, my business. Oh, you still partner. you still rocking with Duke? You still? Yeah, Duke is my brother. I, I, Duke is Duke is like we consider ourselves. We consider ourselves the motherfucking government, man. Duke is the Pentagon, wow. and you only you only call on the Pentagon when shit is serious. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> it's true. So Duke is the Pentagon. I'm the White House. 
and Shice is the motherfucking ambassador. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Together, together, together we form the clergy. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, Shice Bubs, how many? You got a couple of records with him on on uh, the digital scale. Shice Bub is rich, man. Like he rap when he want to rap, man. <laughs> but uh, I might sneak Shice Bub on a few records and shit. I'm see, I'm dropping the scale. I'm giving out the scale for free mm. to to the non to the non consumers and, and the people who just like to consume music. Yeah to the non-buyers and the people who just want to be nosy. Yeah. Then I'm releasing Digital Scale this December on iTunes. And I'm going to sell Digital Scale Reloaded Boxes that consist of a Hellrail, autograph sign hat, autograph sign shirt, an actual Digital Scale, and a hard copy of the album oh, as man. a souvenir for $100. So I'll be doing pop up. I'll be doing pop up shops in a local city near you. If you yeah. really fuck with me, you can come out and buy a digital reloaded box. Oh man, that sounds that sounds definitely amazing, man. That's a very creative idea, man. It's different. Yeah, we see. You got to feed both demographics, man. You got some people who don't like to go to iTunes and Apple Music or buy, buy records, you know, they just want to go to Dab Trip, Spin Roller, Live Mixtapes, and just download it. I got something for you. And if you're a true fan and you want to spend some money for me, I got something for you too. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Of course, you got to do a pop up shop in the city, man, New York City. You got to do one for us. We're doing, we're doing a pop up shop to every state we can get to, man. Every real. <laughs> If it's a real nigga in that city, we're doing a pop-up shop, man. <laughs> okay, that's what's up, man. Definitely, man. So, uh, I guess it's a real nigga in every city, so look out for Elroy doing pop, digital scale pop-up shop. Yeah, that's definitely a very creative idea. Man. And it's good that you got young people around you, so you're dropping these gems and helping everybody create bags, because that's definitely a different creative idea. You definitely get a big bag off of that. Yeah, man. I mean, it's 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 something that other artists can do. It's nothing that it's not. It's an idea that I came up with because it's like it's two demographics. You know, we in a piracy era where niggas can just download the song, hook it up to their phone, and plug that shit into the car, and then they 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 moving. And then you got niggas that actually want to buy the record, support the record, so. Why not supply both demographics? Yeah, yeah definitely. The street, the, street, the street niggas can't say I ain't feed them. And <laughs> the, the, the consumers can't say I didn't give them something to buy. Yeah, of course, man, of course. It's possible, you know, to show love, man, definitely. But see, what makes the digital scale reloaded box so special is because the hard copy of the CD is actually a ticket to a concert that I'm doing, that I'm performing all the songs off a digital scale to. Mm. So if you bought a digital reloaded box, your hard copy is your ticket to come to a secret location venue where I will be performing 
every song off of heart, digital scale. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's for the truth. I'm loving these ideas, man. I'm loving these ideas. It's definitely crazy. Yo. Yeah, I'm saying I'm loving these ideas, man. You full, you full of ideas. Yeah, man. It's just, it's, you know, I ain't been out in two years, so I had enough time to sit back and see how I could uh, fit into the game and just monetize off the new way of hip hop is being ran. It's all about streaming. It's all about streaming sites and, and and things of that nature. So, you know, once I'm, once you heavily stream, that turns into record sales, which turns into shows, which turns into success. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, man, I appreciate you so much. Can you just tell people how they can reach out to you before a digital scale comes out? I hear you. What you said? Can you let people know how they can reach out to you? Yeah, man, they can reach me on uh, the Real Hell Real on Instagram. I'm always on Instagram. That's like one of the net- networks I'm frequently on. Twitter, the Real Hell Real. And uh, you catch me in traffic, man. TG, we the traffic group, man. I'm in traffic. <laughs> there you have it. I Hate Average Podcast. That's the... Rue Gorel episode, the Hell Rail episode. I'm excited. It's episode 50. Oh, man. I really want to thank you guys again for the continued support. I'll talk to you guys next week. As always, you can rate and review on iTunes. Uh, if you like it, if you don't like it, you can email me, show at averagej.com. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, who should be on the show. Um, you know how we can make it a little bit better. Also, check out the website, AverageJ.com. Hit me up on Instagram, I Hate Average Podcast. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Oh, man, episode 50. Yes.